Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Sabah al khair. Good morning, dear listeners. You're listening to Radio 3CR on 855 AM and Palestine Remembered with Nasser Mashni, Robert Martin and Yusuf Ahmad al-Rimawi. Thanks for tuning in to our first edition of 2018. Welcome to the show and enjoy our episode. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Yusuf. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, NASA. We are back. We are back. Welcome to 2018. What a year it's going to be. Your hair, I must say, <laughs> for anyone that, uh, that knows Yusuf, the hair has been cut. He used to have some rather long locks at the back, and it's now short, trim, and terrific. Looking good, Yusuf. How, how sad is it that my listeners cannot, you know, see the before and after? Well, they actually can. Let's put up a picture so well, people can uh, actually... <laughs> Uh, Nasser is not with us uh, today. It's my fault because we normally pre-record at 7 p.m., but I have something to do. You're so. very popular these days, Yusuf, so you know, off <laughs> you your you've got to go and be social. <laughs> but uh, um, uh, in the three or four episodes we missed, uh, a lot of things have happened in Palestine. Um, first of all, the escalation of Trump's announcement uh, of, uh, Jeru- of giving away uh, Jerusalem uh, to Israel. Yeah. So the Palestinians have lost uh, another thing by other people that have no right. Just decided to uh, yeah. to give away our capital to those who don't deserve. And uh, uh, apart from that, uh, the arrest of more children, the arrest of uh, more Palestinian children uh, for defending their private properties, uh, yeah. especially Ahed Tamimi. And yeah, Ahed Tamimi, I spent some time with uh, with their family. So she, I mean, she's a lovely, typical sixteen year old girl. Mm. Um, I think she gets fiery when the fi- soldiers come. And I think the the question that needs to be asked is why are the soldiers there? We're going to play an interview I did with Bassam Tamimi about Nabi Saleh because Nabi Saleh has slowly been disappearing. Nabi Saleh is the name of the village uh, the Tamimi family is from, yeah. which is one of uh, one of the villages of uh, Ramallah. Yeah. And uh, Nabi Saleh is also famous for being a spearhead of resistance uh, for decades. Every Friday they have a march. Mm. When I got there, and we'll, we'll hear about that in the interview, they'd actually just stopped it because soldiers or snipers had shot a number of the kids. Mm. And there's footage of them doing this. They get down on their uh, on their knees and they start shooting them from a fair distance away. So they actually had just stopped the mm. march, but it has been going on for many, many years. But the Tamimi family has been hit with tragedy. More than tragedy, it's it's murder. Mm. Uh, Bassam's sister, Basama, was killed uh, at one of his court hearings a few years ago, uh, where she was pushed down the stairs. Yes, uh, I want to ask you about this because I don't think he mentioned it. Did he mention it in the interview? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But I mean, like so what happened? He was uh, one of his detained. Uh, he, he was detained, and his sister came to visit him. Yep, just to actually At watch the, the court. court case, to actually watch the court case, mm-hmm. and she was pushed down the stairs by an interpreter. 
uh, and died not long after that. So the Tamimi family, like every Palestinian family, has been hurt with tragedy. Mm. And I think the biggest disappointing thing for me with this Ahed Tamimi case mm. is the fact that, fantastic, it's got worldwide recognition, as it should, mm. but she's one of 700 kids Absolutely. that are getting brutalized every year by Israel. And the getting put away, having their court cases put off, not having legal advice, not having families visit, t- taking them around from different um, jails mm. uh, is a common thing. And there's also about 90 seconds that we'll have of, uh, of Bassem Tamimi at, his, at the court case today because uh, the Israeli military court, it's a military court, people need to understand, uh, they decided not to allow our head out. Mm. She has to be in there for the remaining of her case. Mm. And I think there's 17 charges now and a whole lot of different witnesses that have all of a sudden come up. We are going to listen to a 22-minute interview that Robert uh, recorded uh, with Bassem Tamimi at his house last November. Uh, So it's not, uh, but we will play after that a 90 second or two minute interview uh, a a very current one so um, without further delay we will take you to uh, Basim Tamimi's house and the conversation uh, that uh, Robert had with him last November stay with us thanks so I'm just here with uh, Basim Tamimi in Nabi Saleh a village that has been under exposure for a while now can you just tell me a little bit about the history and the issues that you have with the Israelis? The issue is the occupation. And the history, we are here, we, I told you a story about since we are, when we are here. We, are we should say this again, so the story is how long have you been here? Yeah, I, uh, I always, when somebody asks me this, I always said that, uh, that my uncle was sitting under a mulberry tree uh, in 1976, uh, they succeeded to stop the settler to take the land. And because of that, a journalist asked him, he was an old man, and he asked him, since when you are in the, you're on this land? He looked at him and said, I was sitting under this mulberry tree when Adam Bass from here and asked me if I see if Bassing or not. For that, as a Palestinian, we don't know when and uh, since when and why we must prove that we are here since long time. We are here. Why? And also, a lot of people in all over the world, they want to, to the Palestinian to prove their right. Why? I don't know. I agree. What, what happened in 1976? Will you stop them taking more land? Yeah, they stopped them. Uh, they came, a group from Goshemunin, terrorist group, settler, to took a land from Nabi Saleh to make a settlement. In that year, they could stop them in, in, uh, to do that. For that, the journalists started coming and asking what's happening. Uh, and for that, why? Uh, because why nobody want, don't ask the Israeli to approve? They ask, when they took the land, they ask of us if we have a permit or a license for our land. But nobody asks you in USA if you have a permit or not. Because they want to legitimize their occupation for our land. And see, they use the, 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 the Turkish law, the Jordanian law, the Israeli law, 
and which law they can found any way to took the Palestinian land. And can you tell me about the march that you have every Friday and sort of when it began and how it began? Because I also understand it stopped for the last few weeks for reasons you can tell me. Uh, because of the occupation and we want to raise our hands and uh, call our voice for everyone of the world, on the world that we can't keep silent under occupation. And after the settlers start extending their fence, taking their land, attacking the people, we decided in December 9, 2009 to start a model of non-violent resistance to create a, a, a third Palestinian alternative because negotiation and armed resistance. We want to put for the Palestinian another option to be chosen and you follow because we feel that the negotiation will not need for anything. For that, we don't want to give the Israeli, Israeli a reason to, to all the time uh, show uh, the Palestinian as a terrorist after they make a link. We have the right to resist in any mean, but the mean is to serve the goal. For that, we want to create this model to convince our society by this way of resistance. We start December 9, 2009, to make a link with the first Intifada date. Since that date, we have a weekly demonstration, mm. uh, daily clashes with the army. We have two gates on the entrance of the village, which is one of it closed uh, since uh, 2001, and the other one closed and open for uh, a lot of yani, short period, long period. This is, this is obviously the Israelis that close it. You have no yeah. choice. You don't get a choice. We haven't a choice. You see the, the first home of the village, it's around 100 metres from a gate. But when they close it, the owner of this house, he must uh, go back yani, around the village from other road to go back to his home. To get back in his own house. And, they, uh, and he can't walk because they, they don't allow him to walk. And they must go around other village to come to his home. And it took him 20 kilometers, just 100 meters to 20 kilometers. It goes from one... That's it. That's inside. That's crazy. Uh, this is... We lost the three people who killed by the Israeli army. So murdered, basically. Uh, murdered by the Israeli army. Uh, Mustafa Tamimi, uh, December 10, 2011. Rushdie, my brother-in-law, and Nariman, my wife, was filming, and they killed him in front of her. Uh, and she told him, I am with Beit Salim, I am with, uh, I am journalist, and she is filming. And uh, they shoot a lot of live ammunition against her, and she continued running until she arrived him. Uh, he killed uh, 22 of uh, November 2012 and uh, the third one is Saba Ubaid he's from Salfit other village he killed during the hunger strike uh, demonstration uh, supporting for the hunger the prisoner hunger, hunger strike and they shot him by a sniper in his stomach and it's come in his heart and uh, he died immediately. Uh, we have more than 350 injured persons, not all from Nabi Saleh, but most of them from Nabi Saleh, who had been uh, injured and shot. Part of them has 
يعني disability in part of their body. The worst one is they have Barghouti. He's full paralyzed by a rubber bullet in his head. And there is a, a lot of people who had can't walk because they, the, the sniper, they start using a, a sniper with 22 millimeters bullets, point 22, mm. which is we named it Tutu because it's 22. They shoot the people. They start using this this strategy. They shoot the people in their left leg, in this part, and the, mostly of them, 70%, it charm the nerve of the foot. It's the sciatic nerve. Uh, uh, and it's yes. make the the paralyzed the foot. For that, it's make a continuous problem for them. And this is intentional as well. Yeah, they, they they use it. It's a strategy. They target them in this part. Somebody, and you know, most of them, it charm the nerve because they know, you know, and uh, somebody it's broke the leg or it comes mm. on the uh, key, the knee, and it's because uh, they're snipers too. They know what they're doing. Uh, about snipers. Can you can you tell me quickly about the? I think it was forty percent or sixty percent of the houses have demolition orders. Uh, well, eighty percent. There's eighty percent of the village. 80%. We have thirteen demolition orders for houses which located in area C. One of it is my home. It's this part is uh, the old part. It's built 1964, and before 1967 occupation, I have a license from the Jordanian government. I have 200 square meter. They give me demolition order for 300 square meter. Because your house is in area B and C. C. My home in area C. My nephew home, which my neighbor. There is uh, the the line on the map comes on his roof and two rooms area B two rooms area C, but they give him demolition order for all the house. This means eighty percent of the villages under demolition order. They demolished one of these houses before uh, last summer, and this means to keep us under stress and not. Of course, so every uh, night you have to worry. Every day you have to worry. And, and we don't know when and and how they will come and demolish the houses. Uh, you know, it's a policy. It's a silent ethnic cleansing policy, because well, it's not that silent because you know about it too. I mean, the world should. But, uh, but it, because they don't force the people to leave directly by this demolition order, I can't build the floor for my home on my home to my mm. son. My four son will be directly replaced to area B or area A or outside, and this means they don't push him out, them out. They just give a demolition order. It's indirect uh, in a replacement for the Palestinian. It's the main strategy for that. They want to... So they want the land without the people? Uh, yeah. They want to push the people outside the land. Area C now, it's 62% of the West Bank, and which is West Bank, it's mean the, the promised state for the, the war talking about the two-state solution. And uh, it's under full control of the Israeli. We have just... Uh, Uh, less than 250,000 Palestinian and more than uh, 600,000 settler. It's mean it is empty, and they put, they bring the settler and they push the Palestinian out. They push the Palestinian out by lot of policy, water control. I don't allow them them to build in houses or live there. Uh, they push them by force. They demolishing order. Uh, they destroy the, the, the agriculture, 
they control the spring, the, the everything for that. They can't uh, let the shepherd to go with their sheep in any place. They. Uh, this is the spring you used to use, and I think part of your your march on a Friday had to do with trying to get to the spring too, didn't it? Because you don't have access at all. It's uh, it's small spring. They they it's used for by the farmer, the owner of the, for the land to irrigate some vegetables, to uh, for their sheep, for their. Uh, they took water for a drink to make tea for, and when they are working there. But they don't allow anybody to, to get water. This, they are, this is, the Israelis can use it? Yeah, yeah they, they make a pool there and they come. So they make a pool out of it and you can't go and yeah. utilise it for your animals, uh, for, for anything? They make a pool and they declare it's a, a holy water. And every woman who burn her child must come and wash herself from this water to bring the people they use, use the, the so they're using it to wash and to cleanse but you can't use it for life and they, they you know the, the mythology they use it to bring the people to, to, to this to then make it a religious issue so this, this, this and they became and they start became naked around the bowl and they know our culture you can't get your daughter or your wife to to work in the place there is a naked people here it's indirect also pushing the Palestinian to out of their land what can uh, international people like me do to help <sighs> it's a hard question i mean as a palestinian it must be horribly frustrating that the world allows israel to do what it wants and yet you're demonized as that are terrorists. How does that make you feel as a as a human being, as a father? You know, they all the time they want to the victim to improve or to blame himself, or they want to show to stay they part of the problem that we are became the victim of the victim after the international community solved the result of the Holocaust on our land and from our account. So you're paying for the Holocaust. We you had nothing to do with. We 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 are, we are not the the, the crime the criminal who do that, but we pay the price for Europe, Europe, and the European people who don't like the Jewish. They didn't want them, so they said, "Come they to Palestine." For that, they pushed them out, and now now they don't they don't want to feel sorry. For that, they need what the Israeli doing for the Palestinian, not to feel sorry and pity for what they are doing in the Holocaust. It's part of, uh, of stopping their conscientious to blame themselves. Mm. For that, they need to see the victim as a criminal. For that, they need the Israeli to be a criminal against the Palestinian for something in their, in their mind. For their conscious. For their conscious, yeah. And part of it is a part of the problem and also you know the Israeli uh, part of the problem that uh, they they make a link between the terrorist and the Palestinian. They make you know they control the media all over the world, CNN, Fox News, all of that. And people like me all over the world believe it. They 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 show a Palestinian as a terrorist, but now by social media we broke this monopoly of media. So social media is helping. 
Yes, it's helping. It's helping. It's a, a lot of helping. You know, it's bring the reality on the ground, on the table, in every home. It's uncensored, isn't it? They can't be censored in the world. Uh, easy to act, mm. uh, to act, to, to, to come and best to the, any information you want, if you search for the reality. So people should search for the Tamimi House, the Tamimi family and Nabi Saleh, the village, and help. They can say a lot. Yeah. But what they can do, we in Arabic we have a say. It said the Ahlu Makkah adra bishaabha. The resident of Makkah know its way well. And you are as international. You can create your rule and your responsibility and your duty. It's not a gift from you to, to be with the Palestinians. It's your duty and your responsibility. I think no, people need to know that too. Not nobody can be free if I lose my freedom. If we are human being and we are really believe in the human rights, you you are not. I I don't like to name the your your effort as a solidarity. It's not a solidarity. It's your your duty and it's responsibility as a human being. We are partner in the struggle for our belief, because Israel is not the problem. Is the world allowing it? Israel is the guard for the interest of the capitalism, the military industry, yeah. the colonization. For that, you suffer the same, we suffer the same enemy. You paid from yeah. your tax to Israel to be guard for the military industry in your country. Yeah. For that, we have the same. When we, and we, we sit in Palestine, a stone of the head on the snake here, the same stone on the head of the snake, the snake there, because it's the same snake. Mm. We believe we are partner, and I believe that the third intifada must be international intifada. Yeah. It's 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 not. If we if uh, I, I believe that if, if if peace comes by Jesus from Palestine, also peace for the world will come back from Palestine. You can start. Israel the symbol of all extreme terrorist and every bad thing in the world. So we need an international intifada. For that, we need to focus on I this like problem. Like For that, it's it's. Uh, uh, I I sometimes uh, you know they they want to push the the conflict to to show it as a religious conflict. They often do, yeah. Yeah, and for that they they anti. For the people who just talking about something, about occupation, you can't about settler, about uh, killing the Palestinian. Uh, they, they, and for me, I it's not my responsibility and uh, to recognize between Judaism and colonization and Israel and occupation and uh, Zionist and occupation. It's the, the duty for the Jewish, because as a Palestine is occupied, also the Judaism religion is occupied by these people, and it, by the Zionism, and it's used by, in a bad way. They must struggle to take back their religion from the hands of these terrorist people to show it's in the, in the level of humanity and the level of, of peace and uh, justice and the freedom and all of that. For, for for example, when I was child, my wa my mother told me the Jewish is coming when she see the army, the Israeli army. She don't she can't 
recognize between Judaism and uh, because because the, the, they represent Judaism as occupation for mm. me and for our population. Mm. We need everyone in the world to believe that we are uh, uh, not a victim. We don't need your look for us or your to feel pity for our issue. We are a freedom fighter. We are fighting for our rights. Mm. If you see the Palestinian as a freedom fighter, you can do and you can create your role. You can see mm. the BDS is sometimes succeed in, in doing a pressure on Israel. Mm. You can put a pressure in your government, in your election, to see how, how, how these people are controlling I, I, uh, my visa was revoked because I make. I was just going to talk to you about that because I'm obviously Australian and you didn't get to come to Australia because it was but revoked. Australia also, it's revoked from. I have, a, I visit USA for two times. The third time because we we make with a, a, an American lawyer uh, a lawsuit against the firm who support the settlement in Palestine, mm. and by the and it's uh, illegal by the American law, and we ask. To, because they have uh, tax, they don't pay taxes. Tax exempt. Uh, yeah. For that, we make a lawsuit, a lawsuit against the uh, American Treasury because it's illegal by the American mm. not to pay taxes because it's uh, the 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 settlement. It's, uh, it's illegal. Uh, it's illegal and it's uh, a war crime yeah. as the, the American law also. Mm. For that, when we make this, they revoked my visa. It's the first time that the American embassy sent me a letter, your visa is revoked because the pressure of the lobby. Well, I was, I was really disappointed that you couldn't come to Australia as well. And I read the articles that are saying terrible things. The Australian also gave me the visa and after the second day they cancelled right. the visa. I feel that we are more free if this state can't bring one person and her decision is controlled by these Zionists, it's mean they occupied. Yeah. Yeah, they are occupied. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They must struggle to take their decision from the hands of these mm. people. Hey, tell me, as a father, do you worry about the kids? Yeah, I'm father. So I'm, I'm a father too. Do you worry about the, the kids oh, and what they're living in? This is all the time. This is they want to, uh, to blame us that we put our children in front of us. But uh, and that, can I tell you that's, that's a horrible thing. I, I hate when I see that because I see the love in the in the parents of the of the Palestinians. It's offensive and it makes me really upset because you guys love your kids and they, you know get beautiful kids. But you must worry. We worry, but you, you know, in India, you know India, because there is a lot of snakes, scorpions, and mm. all of that. They give a small amount of poison for each child to defend his future. I think we need to put our children in, in, in the struggle to give them the ability to live under this occupation. Well, you can't hide them anyway from here. You can't, where are you going to hide them? Because, because if we scare them and put them at home, and they will be psychologically patient mm. and sick, and they mm. will be in trauma. They raid my home 200 times in this six years. They've raided this house 200 times in six years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what time do they come? After midnight. So two, three in the morning, yeah. and they bang on the door? Yeah, yeah. No, they open. They just open the door? They broke the doors, yeah. 
You know, you see the, how it's broken, and you see, I will show you the other rooms, it's broken. They don't wait until you open the house. And if I scare my children, how they can sleep the second day? Yeah? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you, because well, I know you can't hide them either. It's a type of a training for our children to be strong in front of their enemy, because their enemy is the occupation, and our snake is the occupation, mm-hmm. these soldiers. We haven't uh, a, a safety place. You don't have a safe place? Yeah, no, we haven't a safe place. If we have, where? Maybe the settlement. <laughs> <laughs> so they, you can hide at the settlement? Uh, <laughs> because the settlements are... <laughs> uh, if they can rent us a house for our children every week, we can't send them... So there. when the house is raided, you can leave the kids over there? <laughs> oh, wow. You've got to have humour. Well, Basam, thank you. Basim, thank you for having me. And I know you're about to cook me lunch too, so I'm in, the, I'm in a fantastic position here. You are welcome. Thank you. Here's Basim also on Thursday, just after the court date, where the military court said that his daughter couldn't come home. Uh, my, my memoria is bad for this court because my sister killed inside one of this, uh, like this military court, 1993. For that, it's a bad memoria for me. My daughter, my wife, inside in the hands of my enemy. I feel sad. I feel worried. I feel scared. I feel everything. I feel complicated. Yes, I'm proud, but it's hard to see your daughter in front of you looking and you feel weak. You can't do anything. That was uh, Basim Tamimi from the Israeli court case. And uh, Robert, I want to say one thing in uh, Arabic language. Uh, Ahad uh, has a beautiful meaning and very thematic. Ahad means the promise or the pledge. It does. And uh, this is a promise from a Palestinian family to continue the struggle. A promise that they will continue resisting and a promise that we will, they will uh, really pursue freedom. And we'll have Bassem, I'm hoping, next week um, to give you a real dad's point of view of what's going on. Uh, with this, uh, we've come to the end of this week's uh, episode of Palestine. Remember, uh, thank you, Robert. And uh, we will see you next Saturday, same time. Until then, have a great time and salam. Bye-bye.